Hey, church. Oh, thank you. Um, it's my privilege to be the speaker of God this morning, delivering a message to you exactly what He wants us to hear and understand. So before that, I would like us to acknowledge Him and ask Him for help this morning, okay? Heavenly Father, we love you. We treasure you. We thank you, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for your precious written word. And this morning, Holy Spirit, you are revealing the living word, Jesus Christ, unto us. We thank you, God. We are coming here expectant to hear from you directly. Lord, help me to not speak from myself, but directly from the Holy Spirit. You will not hear from me, but you will hear from Jesus this morning. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We thank you for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so the title of my message this morning is Personal Revival. Personal Revival, okay? So personal revival is an essential requirement of corporate revival, okay? We have received a lot of prophecies about revival coming into the land, and we are very excited. But like me, I'm sure you guys are all wanting to experience revival and not wanting to continue to hear about it. And so we got to play our part to bring revival. Prophecies do not fulfill themselves, right? We need to partner with God to bring the revival. Okay, so every Sunday these days, we've been speaking and singing, revival begins with me. Revival begins with us. So I believe that God wants us to move beyond speaking and singing. He wants us to seek Him, a revelation of what it means for us personally, individually, and take the responsibility, translating it into actions for our daily life. Is that okay? Okay, if you have your Bible, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. I will read from Amplified Version. Do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of God is. Do not be vague is a commandment. Do not be vague, but know exactly what the Lord wants us to do every moment that we are awake. Okay? The more I walk closer with God, the more I appreciate this instruction because I realize that the, when I know exactly what He wants me to do, I can be fearless, I can be confident, I can be bold because I know He's with me. And the victory is just a matter of time. But when I do not know what His will is, I cannot articulate what He wants me to do, I'm vague about it, that's when I'm vulnerable. That's when I'm opening myself to deception, to be taken advantage of by the enemy, expose myself to attack without knowing it. So we are soldiers of Christ Jesus, aren't we? We are at war. We're going to know what we are doing. Okay? If we do not, do not know the will of God, how can we face our daily challenges? How can we position ourselves to receive from Him, to be a blessing and to advance the kingdom of God? So I believe that in the topic of revival, God wants us to be specific, wants us to understand. 
what our responsibilities is and to take the responsibility to partner with him intentionally to bring revival in to New Zealand. So God is not delaying revival. He wants revival more than we do. He's not delaying. He needs us. He needs willing and obedient vessels. All right. So let's begin with the word revival itself. Now, the word revival does not, uh, it's not found in the Bible. But the word revival comes from the word revive, right? And the word revive can be found in the scripture, in the New Testament. So revive in Greek is anazao, and there are two parts to it, ana and zao. Ana means again, and zao means live. So anazao means to live again. Okay, so God wants us to be revived, to live again. So the word anazao can be found in Luke chapter 25 in the story of the prodigal son. When the father welcomed the son back home and threw a big feast, he gave the reason for celebration being that this son of mine was dead but is now alive again and he was lost but he's now found. Right, so live again here doesn't mean uh, uh, physical resurrection, right? The, the son wasn't physically dead. So what kind of life that God wants us to live again here? It is the life of Christ. The life in John 10.10 10, where Jesus said that I, may, I have come so they may have life and have it more abundantly. So the word life in that scripture is zoe, which is a noun of the word zao, live, in anazao. Okay, so clearly we can understand that revive is to live the Christ of life, the life of Christ again. Yeah, is that clear so far? Okay, good. Now, what kind of life? How does it look like when it is the life of Christ? We can see this in Scripture in the Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verse 4 to 6, and we have it on the screen as well. I will read from NLT. Verse 4, chapter 2. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. So we are talking about a spiritual death. We used to be in sin, separated from God, but now we are frozen again with Christ Jesus to a spiritual life, to be alive with God. Okay? For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So Paul, Apostle Paul writing this, he was talking about our position now. We are alive in the spirit where? With the Father, with Jesus, seated with him. And where is that place? That place is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else. Not only in this world, but also in the world to come. So the, the order has turned. The order has changed. We used to be under the um, control of the devil. Right? We used to be uh, under the, we're the slave to sin. But now, we are the slave to righteousness. We are above the enemy. We are above them. Okay? We have the authority over the enemy now. So the table has turned. So we are now... In dominion. So this kind of life of Christ we're talking about is a life of dominion. 
Okay? Zoe is the life of God, vitality, fullness of God, not existence, breathing and taking up space. We're not talking about that. We're talking about life of dominion. And so how does it look like if a group of people living in dominion come together? We have this picture in the books of Acts, Acts of Apostles, but really it's Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles, right? So we, let's read from uh, books of Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. Then we will have that picture of the community of believers living the life of Christ. 42. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God, enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Amazing. What a picture. Do you see the fear of God in that community? Do you see the boldness in preaching? And the signs and wonders following, confirming the word. Do you see the devotion of the believers in worship, in prayer, in teaching, in fellowshipping, in discipleship? Do you see that they have heavenly focused instead of earthly focused? They have the generosity, they have joy, they have uh, unity, they have the love and the continual praises going to God. And guess what? The word was hungry to come and experience what they had. So salvations were added to them. People were coming to feed off that life. They wanted that life, right? And so now if you look back at the word revive, is to live that life of dominion again. The word again is because the church used to have it. The church used to live it. We just read it. So God wants the church to live that again more effectively. Right? So now revive can also be said that for the church to rediscover her purpose of existence and to fulfill it. All right? Rediscover the, the purpose of existence and to fulfill it. So imagine revival in our city, in our country. Right? Can you use your eyes of faith to see? What do you see? Signs and wonders breaking out. Masses of people being healed, set free, delivered. Masses being saved. Your loved one being transformed by Jesus. Broken relationship being restored. There's fear of God in the government. Kids in school are learning the scriptures every day. Businesses are shutting on Sunday because everyone's going to church. Right? That would be incredible. And that would take a miracle. But God is in the business of miracles, isn't he? Yes. And if what was accomplished before, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the willing and obedient vessels, that can be done again. 
Holy Spirit hasn't changed. He has already come. Revival is the will of God. So the responsibility sits with the vessel, the church, right? Willing, obedient. The well-functioning body of Christ is what we need to see. Well-functioning body. Everyone's doing their part in unity for the glory of God. All right, not for self-recognition, but for the glory of God. Only a well-functioning body would be obedient to what the head is telling them to do, without hesitation, without uh, reservation. A well-functioning body of Christ would be able to host the powerful manifest presence of God, right? Because the glory of God is not going to fall on a group of cold people who do not know him, do not know his heart. The glory of God is not going to fall on the group of people who are emotional, begging God to do what he has already done. But the glory of God will fall on the group of people of faith, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Okay? So if we all desire to see more the glory of God, the power of God, we must exercise our faith. We must put our faith into practice. Yes? How do we begin? We've got to begin with what revelations God has already given us. We've got to be faithful with the little so then we can be entrusted with more. God has already been teaching us so many things. I know we're all on our journey, but each of us has known certain things from the Word of God. Following Jesus is not accidental. We have to be intentional. We have to be disciplined. We have an opposition. We do not happen to fulfill the will of God. We must put work into it. We must labor. Okay? So we've we got to take stock and assess ourselves. What do I know already and I'm not yet doing or doing consistently? God is asking us to forgive. Are we forgiving? God asks us to love him most. Are we living a consecrated life for him? God tells us to not to be vague. Do we know the will of God for our lives? God asks us to pray unceasingly, study the word of God to prove ourselves unto him, rightly dividing the word of God. God asks us to love, walk in love even when we don't feel like it. I'm not saying that we're doing all of these so that we, get, uh, we receive love from God. No, we are no longer under the law, right? We're under grace. We are doing this because we want to partner with him. He needs a body, a well-functioning body. So we're doing this to partner with him. And God is a God of multiplication. Yes? But we need to give him something to work with. Because zero times hundred is zero. He needs the fish and the loaves. And the Bible also tells us to use our gifts to edify the body. Right? to preach the gospel, to lay hand on the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead. And I'm telling you, the moment you start stepping out, fear is going to come. Fear is going to speak to you. When, we, when Tosin and I started to um, pray for people on the street, approaching people, fear turned up and said, what if it's not going to work? What if they will reject you? What if they laugh at you? What if they mock you? Fear will show up when you want to step out, so you know in advance. So we're going to decide in advance what we're going to do when fear shows up. 
We're going to count our costs in advance. You know, we're going to choose to face the fear and not back down the moment it turns up. Okay. And when we face the fear, when we are on, in the field doing the work of God, that's when God can teach us more. He will teach us things that he cannot teach us when we're in our closet praying. Right? So God taught us that daughter and son... When you lay hand, it's not you healing people. It is me laying, me healing them through the power of the Holy Spirit. When you speak, when you cast out demons, it's the name of Jesus that they're obeying. It's not your name. Okay? So we must remember as we step out into personal revival and be obedient to God that we are only the branches. He is the vine. Jesus is the true vine. Okay? We must work at rest. We must be at rest. We are the branches. He is the vine. Okay, fruits are born on the branches, but the vine is the one that would draw life from the earth and channel it through the branches. So the same way, we are the branches which the power of God flow through. Okay, so we might manifest fruits, but God gets the glory. Amen. And we must remember that God is responsible for the fruits. We are responsible for abiding, for remaining in him, for keeping that channel of communications open to hear and to obey, to receive an instruction and go and do it. Don't, don't avoid that instruction. Ask for another instruction that fits our preference. Obedience is the key. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, we do not want to take responsibility, do not want to do what God's supposed to do. The moment you feel like you're responsible for the fruits, I'm telling you, you're going to take control. You're going to fall into self-effort. That's when we see performance. That's when we see strategy, human strategy. You know, we see shortcuts. We see, we see we're putting ourselves ahead of people, a timeline, expectation, how it's supposed to happen. And then we have frustration. Okay? But personal revival is not about more performance, not more human strategy to help God. Right? Personal revival is about denying ourselves so that God can flow through us unhindered. Personal revival is rediscover our purpose of existence, our new life in Christ, and fulfill that. Okay. So this morning... We need to realize that our purpose can only be found in God. We exist to love him. And once we love him, he will have our service. It has to come from the place of knowing his love for us and loving him more than anything that we can then preach effectively, that we can witness effectively, we can enforce the victory of Christ Jesus. That is the only way. From the love for God and the love of God. There's no shortcut about it. You've got to know him. And know him, then you will know his heart. Then you'll be obedient and step out his way, not our way. Okay. So I'm going to close the message with this lyric that I know the team is about to sing. We're going to sing God of Revival. And we've been singing many revival songs already. And I desire that next time when you start singing any revival song, you will see yourselves in it. 
you will see your roles and responsibilities in it. So we are going to sing that there's no mountain you can't move. All things are possible. There's no broken body you can't raise. No soul that you can't save. All things are possible. If we must see ourselves that we are the one that's speaking to the mountain and God will move it. We shall see that we are the one that's speaking to the dead bodies and God will raise that. We must see that we are the one that preached the gospel, plant the seed, water the plant, but God gives the increase. We can save nobody. Amen. And we are going to sing that come awaken your people, come awaken your city. It is Jesus inside of us awakening the city. It's Jesus Christ inside of us awakening the people. It is our responsibility to be revived, to stay revived, to be transformed, to be set on fire so brightly that God can then spread that fire to our family to our friends, to our workplaces, to our places of influence. And that's when revival is going to come. Amen. So I really pray that you will accept this invitation from God to take personal responsibility for revival. Firstly, by seeking Him for the revelation of what it means for you and your family. And then translating it to, to daily actions, daily changes in your life. And ask Him for the grace to walk in it daily, every moment that you are awake. Okay? So I know that the moment we stop the service, the busyness of life, the distractions of this world is going to come and overwhelm us again. So whatever God has ministered to you this morning, I want us to pray together so that it will sink in a little bit more. Okay? So that when you get home, you can continue to meditate and seek Him and turn that into actions. So I would like us to stand together and pray together and then the band's going to worship, um, lead us into worship. So whatever God has spoken to you this morning, is any area of life specifically that He wants you to surrender, to recommit to Him, to open so that He can come in and revive that deadness? Is there any sin that you need to repent and turn away from? Is there anything that you're doing already and you want to do more for God? Is there anything that God's given you gifts that you haven't invested in? Is there anything that He is telling you that you need to respond? Do not delay. At the end of the day, we're going to face Him. We're going to give account to everything that we've heard. The conviction He has given, the challenge He has given. The gift is given. You're not accounting to me. You will be giving account to Jesus. If lives of our loved one can be saved when we pray, when we study the Word of God, when we obey and step out, let's study the Word. By praying, we can usher in revival. Let's pray. If praying humble ourselves before Him and let Him move unhindered in our lives, let's pray. God, let's, let's lift our voices and pray to God whatever that He has given you. Heavenly Father, we bless you. We thank you, God. We thank you for the life in Christ, the life of dominion that you have given unto us, God. 
We desire that you will receive everything that you paid for. God, we want to be used for your glory. God, but break us first. Prune us first. Help us, God, to humble ourselves, God. To surrender everything. You are the way, the truth, and the life, God. Following you is the only way. There's no other ways to live. There's no other ways to live, God. Help us to see that clearly every moment that we are awake that we belong to you. We don't belong to ourselves, Father. We belong to you. We are the branches and you are the vine. You are our life source. You are our power. Oh God, you are who you say you are and you are faithful. Oh God, we thank you for your patience with us all this time, God. But here we are, we are responding to you. Oh God, we try our best to do what we know how and help us with more. Give us more revelation, God. Give us more grace, God. Yes, God, we do not want to go up and down. We want to be consistent in our walk with you. We want to be turning up, meeting you every day, sitting by your feet, hearing your word, God. We want to step out. Give us that bonus, God. Oh, we thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us to all truth, oh God. Lead us to all truth. Oh, yes, we commit ourselves to respond immediately to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. We want to be obedient. Help us, God. And Lord, test us and know our hearts. Search us and know our anxious thoughts. Is there anything in us that's offensive? Lead us into the everlasting way. God, we thank you. We bless you. Oh God, we worship you, Father, this morning. We take responsibility. Oh God, we're growing up in Christ. We don't want to remain a baby, God. We don't want to be tossed to and fro anymore. We're growing up in the kingdom of our God. We're taking our responsibility for people around us this morning. From here on, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your help. Thank you, God. We love you and adore you, Father. We give you all the praise and glory and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.